This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Friday, October 20th, 2023, I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Victoria Wilburn. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, judge finds Donald Trump $5,000 after posts about court staffer is found on campaign website. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Samantha Riddle will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Nate Courtney will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a cloudy 58. And now on to our top story. Israel says Hamas has freed two American hostages who had been held in Gaza since militants rampaged through South Israel on October 7th. The hostage release today came even as Israeli airstrikes continued in southern Gaza, an area swelled by citizens who fled there from the north on Israeli instructions. Israel was also evacuating a sizable town near the Lebanese border in the latest sign of potential ground invasion of Gaza. Of Gaza, excuse me. Palestinians in Gaza reported heavy airstrikes in Han Yunus in the south, where civilians had been told to seek safety. An ambulance streamed into Gaza's second largest hospital. Thousands of people in Muslim countries and beyond have held demonstrations in solidarity with Palestinians in the Gaza Strip, calling for an end to Israel's blockade and Israeli airstrikes. Today, demonstrators headed to Israeli military checkpoints after players in the West Bank and gathered in Iraq and in Jordan and locations across Egypt, in Turkey's most populous city of Istanbul and Indonesia, Malaysia, Morocco, and South Africa. In Italy, Rome's Jewish community held an event in solidarity with the Israeli hostages held by Hamas. A brutal incursion into southern Israel by Hamas fighters on October 7th provoked Israel to declare war against the militant group that rules Gaza. Donald Trump has been fined $5,000 after a social media post about a key court staffer in his New York civil fraud case was allowed to linger on his campaign website after the judge ordered it to be deleted. Judge Arthur Ingerons avoided holding Trump in contempt for now, but reserved the right to do so and possibly even put him in jail if he continued to violate a gag order barring parties in the case from personal attacks on court staff. Ingeron said in said in a written ruling today that he decided on a nominal fine because Trump's lawyer said the website's retention of the post was inadverted and was, quote, a first time violation, unquote. President Joe Biden has welcomed European Union leaders to the White House. The meeting comes as he tries to assure the leaders that the United States can deliver on promises to send tens of billions of dollars worth of aid to wartime Ukraine and Israel. It also comes at a moment when domestic U.S. political chaos could further destabilize an increasingly chaotic world. Many of Biden's shared priorities with the EU depend on getting a budget through Congress. That's a tough task given that the House lacks an elected speaker and differences with some Republican lawmakers over an aid for Ukraine could force a federal government shutdown in November. 
Authorities say a Maryland judge who was shot to death in the driveway of his home has presided over the divorce case of a man now identified as a suspect in the killing. Washington County Sheriff Brian Albert said today that authorities are, quote, actively working, unquote, to apprehend Pedro Aragate in a shooting of Maryland Circuit Court Judge Andrew Wilkinson. Wilkinson was 52. He was found with gunshot wounds around 8 p.m. yesterday outside of his Hagerstown home. Wilkinson was taken to the Meredith Medical Center where he died. Albert says the 49-year-old, excuse me, Aragate was still at large and should be considered, quote, armed and dangerous, unquote. Albert said the judge had given custody of Aragate's children to his wife at a hearing earlier yesterday, and that was the motive for the killing. Coming up, General Motors raises offer to auto workers union ahead of UAW bargaining update. That and more news from across the tri-state when New Center 88 returns right after this. It was a party like any other. Everyone was having a good time, laughing, dancing, drinking. I guess I just had one too many beers that night. Somehow I staggered out to my car and got behind the wheel. Little did I know that in a few moments, my entire life would be changed forever. You see, that night I ran into a telephone pole and in that wreck, broke my neck. I'm what you call a quadriplegic now. I'm paralyzed from the neck down. And just the simple task of tying my shoes or taking a walk are just memories now. It's been a long, painful road to recovery. Still, I don't think I'm ever gonna get over the fact that I'm in this wheelchair forever because of a stupid mistake by drinking and driving. Designated driver, call a cab, find an alternative. This message brought to you by your friends at WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Victoria Wilburn. A West Virginia health office manager has been indicted on charges that he certified a company's invoices for more than $34 million in COVID-19 relief payments without verifying that the vendor had provided the goods and services. A federal grand jury filed the indictment Tuesday in Charleston, West Virginia. Timothy Pretty is accused of making false statements when he was interviewed by federal agents in August 2022 and in testimony to the grand jury the following month. The indictment says on both occasions, Pretty knew his statements were false because he made no efforts to verify the invoices before approving them. Republicans have dropped Jim Jordan as their nominee for House Speaker, setting them back to square one with no clear plan ahead. This comes today after Jordan failed in a third try for the Speaker's gavel. Frustrated and angry, Republicans sank further into turmoil with no idea how to end the crisis, created after hardliners ousted Kevin McCarthy. Despite Jordan's backing from Donald Trump, opposition to him only grew. More than two dozen centrist Republicans revolted over the Ohio congressman's nomination and the hardball tactics being used to win them over. Some have received death death threats. Next steps are uncertain as Republicans start pitching new candidates for speaker. 
The Cleveland Museum of Art has sued New York City authorities over the seizure of a headless bronze statue believed to depict the Roman emperor and philosopher Marcus Aurelius. A warrant signed by a judge in Manhattan on August 14th ordered the seizure of the statue, which the museum acquired in 1986 and had been a highlight of its collection of ancient Roman art. The museum argues in its suit that the statue was lawfully obtained and that Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office has no legal authority to seize it. The warrant was secured as part of an ongoing investigation into a smuggling network involving antiquities looted from Bouban in southwestern Turkey and trafficked through Manhattan. The United Auto Workers Union says President Sean Fain will update members on progress in contracts talks with Detroit's three automakers as General Motors increased its wage offer. In a statement, GM said it made an offer today with substantial movement in all key areas in an effort to end a five-week-old strike. The company says the offer raised pay for most of the workforce to $40.39 per hour, or about 84000 by the end of a four-year contract. That's a 23% increase over the $32.32 per hour that most factory workers make. Compounded annually, it's 25%. Fain is scheduled to do a live video appearance this afternoon. A former Louisville police officer involved in the Breonna Taylor shooting collided with the suspect's truck and pointed his gun at the man during an arrest in his new job as a sheriff's deputy. Miles Cosgrove now works in a rural Kentucky county. He was responding Monday to a report of a stolen trailer when he collided with the suspect's truck. Witnesses say Cosgrove was overly aggressive, but Sheriff Ryan Gosser says the crash was an accident and Cosgrove drew his weapon after he was approached aggressively by several people after the crash. Cosgrove was one of two Louisville officers who shot Taylor in 2020. Coming up next, after 189 bodies were found in a Colorado funeral home, evidence suggests families received fake ashes. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Here's your cappuccino, miss. Great, thanks. Coffee with cream? Look. Almost half of all new STD infections are among young people 15 to 24 years old. Yet most infections have no symptoms. The only way to know for sure is to be tested. So GYT, get yourself tested. Visit gytnow.org to find an STD testing location near you. A message from CDC. Merlin! I need your help. The armies of darkness are at Camelot's gates, but Excalibur is destroyed. Fear not, Arthur, for I have in my hands a weapon far more powerful than the world has ever seen. The pure, sweet song of its blade leaving the sheath is able to pierce the air itself. This sword doesn't have a name. It is WMUL, the cutting edge. 
Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Radio News Reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Victoria Wilburn. A Republican-backed overhaul of Ohio's public education system can continue operating even as a lawsuit claiming it violates the state constitution makes its way through the courts. A Franklin County magistrate ruled today that stalling the conversion of the Ohio Department of Education to the Ohio Department of Education and Workforce would cause, quote, confusion, unrest, and chaos, end quote. A county judge signed off on the ruling later this afternoon. The plaintiffs, including Ohio parents, are suing GOP Governor Mike DeWine over the shift in educational oversight from a mostly citizen-elected school board to a director of his choosing. Spirit Airlines is canceling about 100 of its flights because it's pulling some planes out of service for inspections. Spirit isn't saying why it's inspecting the planes, but it says disruptions will last for several days. By this afternoon, Spirit had canceled more than 10% of its flights for the day, according to a tracking service, Flight Aware. Spirit says customers should check the status of their flight before going to the airport. Several families who sent loved ones to a Colorado funeral home where 189 decaying bodies were discovered fear they were given fake ashes. Death certificates and other evidence collected suggested their loved ones weren't cremated as claimed. They could instead be among the corpses authorities are trying to identify. Return to Nature Funeral Home gave families death certificates stating their loved one's remains had been handled by two crematories that told the AP this week that they were not performing cremation services for Return to Nature when the death certificates were received. The second person to receive a transplanted heart from a pig has reached the one-month mark, and a hospital video shows he's working hard to recover. The University of Maryland School of Medicine released a video today showing Lawrence Fawcett pushing through physical therapy to regain muscle strength necessary to attempt walking. Last year, the Maryland team transplanted a heart from a genetically modified pig into another patient who survived just two months. This new experiment is part of a quest for animal-to-human transplants to one day ease the shortage of human organs. Lawyer Kenneth Cheesebro has pleaded guilty to a felony just as jury selection was getting underway in his trial on charges accusing him of participating in efforts to overturn Donald Trump's loss in Georgia's 2020 election. Cheesebro was charged alongside the Republican ex-president and 17 others with violating the state's anti-racketeering law. Chesbro pleaded guilty today, a day after fellow attorney Sidney Powell entered her own guilty plea to six misde- mis- excuse me, misdemeanor counts. Chesbro was sentenced to five years probation and 100 hours of community service and was ordered to pay $5,000 in restitution. Write an apology letter to Georgia's residents and testify truthfully at a related future trial. Coming up next, Mike Pence faces a cash shortage and questions about how much longer his 2024 campaign can survive. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. You've supported her through every accomplishment in her life. Cross, pull, I tied my shoes. While your ultimate goal is to teach her to stand on her own. Let go, let go. I can do it. There are things she just can't do without your support. 
there were drugs and alcohol at the party. Talk with the teens in your life. And if they're in substance abuse treatment and recovery, support them. Help them turn the hardest thing they've ever done into their greatest accomplishment. For information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Victoria Wilburn. The special counsel overseeing the Hunter Biden investigation is expected to testify before a congressional committee behind closed doors as a GOP probe into the Justice Department's handling of the case continues to unfold. In a rare step, David Weiss is set to appear for transcribed interview before members of the House Judiciary Committee on November 7th. His appearance was confirmed today by two people familiar with the matter. It comes months after whistleblowers claimed as part of a GOP probe that the investigation into the president's son was, quote, slow walked, end quote, and mishandled. Weiss has denied one of the more explosive allegations by saying in writing that he had final say over the case. Former Vice President Mike Pence's campaign is in dire financial straits. He ended September with just $1.18 million cash on hand, according to recent files, and owed $621,000 in debt. Pence has also failed to gain traction in the race that has been dominated by his former boss-turned-rival, Donald Trump, polling in the low single digits. With three months to go before the Iowa caucus that he has staked his campaign on, the mounting debt and lagging polls are forcing difficult questions about not only whether Pence will qualify for the next debate, but whether it makes sense for him to remain in the race until then. Congressional chaos and opposition will be a hurdle for President Joe Biden as he pushes for $105 billion in funding for Israel, Ukraine, border security, humanitarian assistance, and countering China. Today's announcement follows Biden's Oval Office address the night before when he made the case for deepening U.S. support for its allies in the midst of two wars. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says the Democratic president's budget request, quote, is critical to advancing America's national security and ensuring the safety of the American people, end quote. But the chances of progress on Capitol Hill are in doubt because of political resistance and Republican infighting that has left the House of Representatives at a standstill. An Army private who fled to North Korea before being returned home to the United States last month has been detained by the U.S. military. That's according to two officials who spoke to the Associated Press on conditions of anonymity because the charges have not been publicly announced. The officials say Private Travis King is facing charges including desertion and possessing sexual images of a child. The eight counts against King are detailed in a charging document seen by the AP. King's mother, Claudine Gates, said in a statement that her her son, excuse me, should be, quote, afforded the presumption of innocence, unquote. 
An onslaught of pressure from the Republican Party base was intended to prod the GOP's moderate and establishment members to support Representative Jim Jordan for House Speaker. But as the pressure campaign escalated this week into death threats, something unexpected happened. A hodgepodge coalition of roughly 20 House Republicans opposed his bid. They received a barrage of death threats that have only hardened the resolve against Jordan. In doing so, they defied a belief of many in Washington that moderates have no backbone. Representative Don Bacon, a Republican centrist who has led the opposition to Jordan's nomination, says, quote, bullying don't work, end quote. And coming up, Samantha Riddle will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Nate Courtney will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us. plans pollute the airwaves with Nickelback is almost to rotten fruition. We must let our powers combine. Jazz. Avoid winning news in sports. Rock and roll. Flashback. Ska. With your powers combined, I am WMUL. Oh no! WMUL's award-winning radio programming is kicking my... 88.1 WMUL. We all share a common journey. We wanted to serve our country and protect the things we love. But for some of us, coming home was more of a challenge than we expected. In the service, we had each other's backs. But as veterans, it can sometimes feel like we're all alone. For confidential support, call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at VeteransCrisisLine.net or text 838-255. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Samantha Riddle, and it is now time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a cloudy 58 degrees. Tonight we will dip down into the upper 40s, so make sure to grab a light jacket when heading out tonight. Tomorrow we will see highs around 65 with lows near 48, making it like today just without the showers. As we look towards this weekend, on Sunday we will see highs in the upper 40s upper 50s and lows in the 30s today in weather history on this day in 1988 unseasonably warm weather continued in the western u.s and california afternoon highs of 96 degrees at reading and red bluff were records for the date thank you to weather4u.com for that information and that does it for your metro huntington weather forecast currently outside of the wmul studios it is a cloudy 58 degrees for news center 88 i'm samantha riddle thanks samantha now nate courtney joins us with the fm 88 sports report thanks emma now on to marshall athletics the thundering herd football team dropped last night's primetime contest 20 to 9 to the undefeated james madison dukes The game took place at Jones Edwards Stadium here in Huntington, West Virginia, in front of 22,109 fans. Kickoff was at 7 p.m. The game was broadcast nationally on the main channel of ESPN. Much of the contest was seen as a defensive slugfest between both teams, especially because the score was only 3-0 at halftime, although in favor of the Dukes. Field position seemed to play a key factor in the game's outcome because seven of Marshall's 13 drives during the game started inside its own 10-yard line. 
With last night's loss and third in a row, the herd now dropped to a f- to four and three on the season and one and two in conference play, while the Dukes continue their impressive season, improving to a still perfect seven and zero. This was the third's the herd's third game in twelve days. Marshall looks to bounce back after a couple of tuss- tough losses in its m- next matchup on the road in Conway, South Carolina, as it goes against another Sun Belt Conference foe, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, next Saturday, October 29th. Herd Volleyball is back in action tonight, as it will take on the visiting Appalachian State Mountaineers in another weekend series for another edition of Sun Belt Volleyball. The Herd returned to the Cam Henderson Center here in Huntington, West Virginia this weekend after being on the road last weekend where it took on the Georgia Southern Eagles down in Statesboro, Georgia. The Herd looked to bounce back this weekend after a rocky start to Sunbelt play as it is now 2-6 in the conference and dropping its last four matches, two against the Troy Trojans and two against the Georgia Southern Eagles. The Herd is now 10-12 on the season. Junior defensive specialist Brim Brown now sits fourth nationally with three triple-doubles on the season. Tonight's contest is the beginning of a four-match homestead for the Thundering Herd with two matches this weekend, and then again next weekend we'll, we'll take on the visiting Coastal Carolina Chanically Ears for a more Sunbelt volleyball action. Tonight's match starts at 6 p.m. and tomorrow's match will begin at 1 p.m. Thundering Herd Women's Soccer will play in its final home game of the regular season this Sunday as it will take on the visiting Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. This match is a must-win for the Herd as the Sunbelt Conference Tournament is right around the corner and the Sunbelt only invites the top 10 schools in the conference to the postseason tournament. Right now, the Herd is setting 12th in the standings and must play big if it wants a shot at the Sunbelt Tournament. Marshall has averaged over 800 fans per match at home matches this season, which leads to Sunbelt. The match is also match one as a part of Marshall's Herdtober Fest doubleheader. Kickoff is set for 1 p.m. at Hoops Family Field here in Huntington. Herd's men's soccer looks to bounce back after dropping its top five matchup against the West Virginia Mountaineers Wednesday as they will take on the visiting Kentucky Wildcats. The Herd was an undefeated and unanimously ranked number one in the nation before dropping its match on the road against the number five ranked West Virginia Mountaineers 5-2 in Morgantown, West Virginia on Wednesday. Sunday's contest will be the second match of the day as Marshall's women's soccer team will play first against the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers as a part of Marshall's Herdtoberfest doubleheader. Kickoff is scheduled for 4.30 p.m. from Hoops Family Field here in Huntington. Now on to some news from around the sports world. The Houston Astros have earned straight A's ever since they hit the road in the AL Championship Series. Meanwhile, rookie Brandon Fadd and the Arizona Diamondbacks passed a huge test against the Philadelphia Phillies in the NLCS. Jose Abreu hit a three-run homer right after Jordan Alvarez's go-ahead sack fly, and the Astros pulled even in the ALCS with a 10-3 victory at Texas in Game 4 on Thursday night. Game 5 is Friday afternoon at Globe Life Field, where the defending World Series champion Astros are 8-1 this season. In Phoenix, Cattell Marte hit a game-winning single in the ninth inning as the Diamondbacks rallied past the Phillies 2-1 to close to 2-1 in the National League Championship Series. Game 4 is Friday evening in Arizona. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson practiced for the first time in nearly three weeks after missing two games with an injured right shoulder. Uh, Watson threw roughly two dozen passes during the portion of Thursday's practice 
open to media members. It is not known yet if he'll play Sunday when the Browns visit Indianapolis. Watson has been dealing with a strained rotator cuff in his throwing arm. That will conclude the FM88 Sports Report. For FM88 Sports, I'm Nate Courtney. Thanks, Nate. Coming up, stranded on the Eiffel Tower, a couple got engaged with a reporter there to tell the story. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. Want to know the time of our next sports broadcast? Go to our website at www.marshall.edu slash WMUL and find the entire sports schedule on the front page. You can even go one step further and listen to the game live right off our website, www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Yet another reason why we're the worldwide leader of Marshall sports coverage, WMUL 88.1. I just wanted to eat like a normal human being, you know? Just something I could hold down without the horrible pain. Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis are diseases that attack the digestive system. A feeding tube's not my idea of a good meal. At the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America, we're excited about the latest research. Then there was this new drug. Thousands of people are being treated with new drug therapies. Doc said it doesn't work for everyone, but I got lucky. To help, visit ccfa.org. Now I'm taking food the old-fashioned way. I'm eating it. And finally today on New Center 88, French police have arrested a man climbing on the Eiffel Tower, temporarily stranding a crowd at the top. Among those trapped were a Washington, D.C. couple who decided during the wait to get engaged and an Associated Press reporter who got their story. Amir Han had been planning to propose to Cat Warren later yesterday in a Paris garden away from the crowds with a romantic dinner on the River Seine, also on the menu. But when the lifts were shut down because of the climber leaving the couple and others stuck at the top, Han decided to spring his surprise. Pat Eaton Robb, an AP newsman from Connecticut, was also trapped. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in Monday at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University in the tri state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu/slash WMUL. For Victoria Wilburn, Samantha Riddle, Nate Courtney, Luke Hamilton, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Emma Johnson. And your thought of the day is when all else is lost, the future remains. Christian Bovey.